Hello everyone and happy Monday. My name is Pastor Jacob Sandholm and you are tuning in to the Healing in the Name podcast. And this podcast is brought to you by Christ Community Church of Davis County right here in Bloomfield, Iowa. What a blessing it is to be back with you less than a week from the last episode that we released. Um, I'm excited to get back in the groove of things and to be consistent again. And we are going to be kind of going a 180 in a way today with the topic at hand. Last week, we had an episode that was very intense. And I I even suggested that it was listeners discretion advised. But this week, we are getting back to a little bit more of a less intense and more of a healing message for this morning. And that's not to say that last week's message wasn't needed, because it absolutely was. We need to understand the truth of heaven and the truth of hell. And with that knowledge, we can come to the decision for ourselves and for our, our, our faith, who we want to believe in, the world or Jesus Christ. For me, I want to serve the Lord. I want to serve Jesus. And that's what we're going to do today as well in this podcast. As always, I do want to say a big thank you to all of you who continue to support this podcast. I just looked at the stats, and we have people all all over the country tuning into this podcast. And so, seriously, a big thank you. Big shout out to all of you. Please be encouraged, I, I hope, to send this out to your friends and family. The more we get this out around the nation and around the world, the more that people have the opportunity to hear the truth of Jesus Christ. And it doesn't come from me. It comes from the Word of God. I want to make sure you all know that, that every time I talk, every week that we do a podcast episode, this isn't just me spewing facts or spewing falsehoods. I am reading directly from the Word of God and giving you my thoughts on what the Word of God says. And so I believe the truth can set you free. Sometimes it hurts, but I do believe it sets you free. If you are listening and you have any questions you have about Scripture or any advice or anything at all, and you want some biblical context around it, I invite you to email healinginthenamepodcast at gmail.com, and we will be talking about it and anonymously, of course, on the next episode, more than likely. So definitely be interactive. We would love to, to hear your comments, and we would love to hear what you think. So before we get started... I'd like to invite us to be in an attitude of prayer. Will you pray with me? Heavenly Father, glorious God, all of us right now that are listening to this podcast, Lord, I thank you so much for this opportunity. I thank you for this opportunity to get to know more about you and to learn more about the love that you have for each and every one of us. Heavenly Father, I ask that as we go through our weeks, we might be able to feel your presence and, and again, feel your love. Lord, that if there has ever been anyone in, the, in our communities, in our personal lives that have wronged us, may we seek forgiveness to that person so that we might not hold a grudge anymore, but Lord, we will be set free and Lord, we'll let you do the judging. <laughs> we'll let you do whatever you got to do. I am so grateful I don't have that responsibility on my shoulders. So Lord, we ask that you might continue to keep that on your shoulders and Lord, we trust in you. So Lord, I also ask that you might be with me and through me, 
that you might speak through me during this episode, that it will be your words and not my own, and you will be glorified above everything else in our life. Thank you, God. And it's in your heavenly name that we pray. Amen and amen. Okay. So in terms of asking hard questions, some of the hardest questions that Christians have about the scriptures or that Christians have to other Christians or even people new to the faith, non-believers, questions that they have. This is one that I have been asked quite a bit. And it's even one that I've asked myself. I've asked God so many times in my life. And that question is, it's right in the title, will he forgive me again? Will God forgive me again? We ask this question usually when we as Christians are in habitual sin. And I believe it was the second or the third episode of this podcast, we talked about nonstop sinning. We, we talked about how even though we don't want to sin, we keep doing what we don't want to do, we can't stop. Even if we say and we ask for forgiveness, we can't stop. And on that episode, it came down and boiled down to, in our hearts, do we really want to give up the sin? Because if we do, we'll lay it all out at the foot of the cross and give it to Jesus. So today, we're kind of picking up from that. But asking the question, okay, I want to be done sinning. That's how I need to be done sinning, right? Is if there's a habitual sin, I need to really give it all to God and not want it anymore. But remember, like I said in that episode, I'll say it again in this episode. We are sinners. At birth, we were sinful by nature, as David says in the Psalms. Because of that, every day that goes by, you will more than likely sin. Whether it's judging an individual in your mind, it's looking at a man or a woman lustfully in your heart, or it's showing complacency, it's putting something above God, it's not reading scripture, not praying, not showing care to him, whatever it is, whether, it's, whether you think it's a big or a small sin, we're all sinners, and we all will sin continuously. Romans chapter 3, verse 23, Paul tells us, For all of us have fallen short of the glory of God. Because of that, we start asking ourselves, okay, but I keep falling short. I keep falling short. I keep falling short. When will the time be where God says, all right, buddy, enough is enough. I'm not forgiving you anymore. You've had your chances. You've had your moments. But you keep telling me that you want to stop this. You keep asking for forgiveness. I keep forgiving you, but yet you keep on doing it. So I'm not going to forgive you again. That's what's in our minds, and that, my friends, is what the devil wants us to think. But the truth of the matter is, none of us will ever, ever be good enough for God. And what we're going to read here today, through all the scriptures, I hope that you can find it to be relatable to your circumstance. I know I have. And we're going to answer the question officially. Will God forgive you again? Spoiler alert, it's good news. Okay, let's go first of all to Romans chapter 7, verse 14. This is all about Apostle Paul speaking about what it's like to be a human and the struggle it is to be a human being. I'm just going to go ahead and start reading it for you. 14 through 24. For we know that the law is spiritual, 
but I am of the flesh. Paul's talking about himself. I am sold as a slave under sin, meaning there's, I'm going to sin regardless. I'm a slave to it. I, I, I keep doing it. For I do not understand what I'm doing because I don't practice what I want to do, but instead I do what I hate. How many of you who are Christians, how many of you who are trying to do the best keep doing the wrong things, right? We know it's against the Bible, but for some reason we keep doing it. Now, if I do what I do not want to do, I agree with the law that it is good. So now I am no longer the one doing it, but it is sin living in me. For I know that nothing good lives in me that is in my flesh. For the desire to do what is good is with me, but there is no ability to do it. For I do not do the good that I want to do, but I practice the evil that I don't want to do. Now, if I do what I don't want, I am no longer the one that does it, but it is the sin that lives in me. So I discovered this law. When I want to do what is good, evil is present with me. For in my inner self, I delight in God's law. But I see a different law in the parts of my body, waging war against the law of my mind and taking me prisoner to the law of sin in the parts of my body. What a wretched man I am! Who will rescue me from this body of death? So Paul is saying what well, we struggle with all the time. We know what's wrong. We know we shouldn't do it. But there's something inside of us that's human nature that's telling us, no, just do what's wrong. There's that battle. And Paul says in the book of Ephesians to the church in Ephesus, we are in spiritual warfare. I've talked about that a few times on this podcast. We are in spiritual warfare. And because of that, there's always going to be a tug of war going on between our souls and our flesh. 70% of the time, I'd say, the flesh usually wins because it looks more glorious. It looks more pleasurable, especially for immediate pleasure. This leads us to the question, we keep doing what we don't want to do, but if we keep doing it, how many more times will God forgive me for, for doing it? I keep doing it. I keep trying so hard to let go. I keep trying to not sin. I keep falling flat on my face. I keep failing. I keep falling. When will the time come when God says, no more, I'm done with you? I have awesome, awesome news for you, friends. He will never say that. Remember that part of this podcast. That's the biggest part of this episode right there. He will always forgive you. Whew. As long as you still have breath in your lungs, you can be forgiven. No matter how many times you've messed up or fallen flat on your face, if you decide that you want to turn your life around today and ask for forgiveness, he will do it. You say, where's the proof? Let's look. Matthew chapter 18. Let's go to Matthew chapter 18, verse 21. Jesus is speaking to Peter, and Jesus then says a parable to help Peter figure out what he's saying, okay? So, verse 21, Then Peter came to Jesus and asked, Lord, how many times should I forgive my brother or sister who sins against me? 
up to just seven times? Jesus answered, I tell you not seven times, but 77 times or 70 times seven times, depending on your translation. Then he starts the parable. Therefore, the kingdom of heaven is like a king who wanted to settle accounts with his servants. As he began the settlement, a man who owed him 10,000 bags of gold was brought to him. Since he was not able to pay, the master ordered that he and his wife and his children and all that he had be sold to repay the debt. At this, the servant fell on his knees before him. Be patient with me, he begged, and I will pay back everything. The servant's master took pity on him, canceled the debt, and let him go. But when that servant went out, he found one of his fellow servants who owed him a hundred silver coins. He grabbed him and began to choke him. Pay back what you owe me, he demanded. His fellow servant fell to his knees and begged him, Be patient with me and I will pay it back. But he refused. Instead, he went off and had the man thrown into prison until he could pay the debt. When the other servants saw what had happened, they were outraged and went and told their master everything that had happened. Then the master called the servant in. You wicked servant, he said. I canceled all that debt of yours because you begged me to. Shouldn't you have had mercy on your fellow servant just as I had on you? In anger, his master handed him over to the jailers to be tortured until he should pay back all that he owed. This is how my heavenly Father will treat each of you unless you forgive your brother or sister from your heart. So, how many times will God forgive us for doing what's wrong? It's infinite. He will forgive us. He will cancel our debt as many times as we beg to him and ask him to do so. As long, now there are two ifs to this though. The Lord will forgive us if, number one, we forgive other people too. No matter how many times they've wronged us, no matter who they are, we are called to forgive others as well. Matthew chapter 6, verse 15 tells us just that. For if you forgive other people when they sin against you, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive others their sins, your Father will not forgive your sins. And so... If you keep struggling and you're asking, Father, forgive me, and you're worried I won't forgive you, let me ask you the question. Are you forgiving others who have sinned against you? Because if you have forgiven others and you don't hold a grudge against anyone else and you ask for that forgiveness, absolutely, he will forgive you. But if you have a grudge against someone, you won't forgive someone else. God says he's not going to forgive you until you let go of the grudge for, for his other creation, right? His other child of God. God will also absolutely forgive you if the second reason we ask him to. It's that simple, but yes, so complex if we ask him to. 1 John chapter 1, verse 9. Like I said, everything comes from the word of God in this podcast. I don't mess around here. If we, if... A huge two-letter word. If we confess our sins to him, he is faithful and just 
and he will forgive us our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness. How do you know if you will be forgiven? Forgive others and ask for it. <laughs> it's that simple. But the problem is, so many Christians hold a grudge against someone else and they feel so ashamed about the sins that they do that they're not telling God what they are. They're not asking for that forgiveness. And it's not just so simple to say, Lord, thank you for today. Forgive me my sins. Amen. No, come on now. God knows that you've sinned. Be detailed. Be honest. Tell God you know what you did wrong. When I got disciplined growing up, I was always asked, do you know what you did wrong? What did you do? And I would acknowledge it. I would know it. So that way I knew what was wrong. That's why when we confess our sins to the Lord, we tell him, God, I messed up. I did this. I know it's wrong. Will you forgive me and help me start or continue on the righteous path for your name's sake? That's how it should be. Even if you've sinned every day, which newsflash you have, God will still forgive you. But you got to want it. Now the question then becomes, why does he keep giving us this opportunity? We sin every day. We keep messing up. Maybe some of us are still stuck in habitual sin and we're trying to get out. We're trying to figure out how to break an addiction. But you and I, we're still believers. And we want him to forgive us and want us to help us. Why does he keep giving us that opportunity? Why doesn't he just smite us down, right? Why doesn't he just get rid of all of us like he did in the time of Noah? Well, two reasons. First of all, God promised in the time of Noah, he's never going to send a flood. He's never going to wipe out the whole human race again. That's why he sent Jesus. And second of all, well, Jesus. But let me read for you a few scriptures here that kind of help, I hope, give you encouragement as to why God continues to give you and I an opportunity to be forgiven. 1 Timothy chapter 1, verse 12. I love this testimony from Apostle Paul. I just love it. I thank Jesus Christ, our Lord, who has given me strength, that he considered me trustworthy, appointing me to his service. Even though I was once a blasphemer and a persecutor and a violent man, I was shown mercy because I acted in ignorance and unbelief. The grace of our Lord was poured out on me abundantly, along with the faith and love that are in Christ Jesus. Here is a trustworthy saying, saying that deserves full acceptance. Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners, of whom I am the worst. But for that very reason, I was shown mercy so that in me, the worst of sinners, Christ Jesus might display his immense patience as an example for those who would believe in him and receive eternal life. Now, to the King eternal, immortal, invisible, the only God, be honor and glory forever and ever. Amen. Paul says right here, I am the worst person, but God showed his patience with me. Because God showed his patience, he didn't kill me right away. He saved me. 
from the pit of despair. And now Paul is saying, look at me, I'm a missionary. I'm, I'm doing all these things only for Christ. And he boasts in Christ. Paul would tell you a hundred times, he's saying all this for Jesus, not for himself, but to boast for the love and patience that God showed for him. And we hear the same thing in 2 Peter chapter 3, verse 9. The Lord is not slow in keeping his promise, as some understand slowness. Instead, he is patient with you, not wanting anyone to perish, but everyone to come to repentance and to eternal life. There's a reason why you are still breathing. God doesn't want any of us to go to hell. God doesn't want any one of us to perish. He loves us too much. And so he continues to be patient with us, giving us every opportunity to confess our sins, to forgive others of their sins, and to finally repent and turn around from our wicked living. He is patient with you because he doesn't want you to perish. Think about that for one second. Jesus, he doesn't want you to perish. He does not want you to go to hell. And he is giving you every opportunity imaginable right now at this moment to turn to him, to give your life fully to him. And I have one more scripture for this morning. And it comes from Jeremiah chapter 31, verse 3. God spoke through the prophet Jeremiah to the Israelites, to those who were run out of their town, to those who felt unsafe, to just give hope that Israel would be restored one day. But I want you to hear what the Lord said to the Israelites. In 31 verse 3, he says, The Lord appeared to us in the past, saying, I have loved you with an everlasting love. I have drawn you with unfailing kindness. Will he forgive you again? The answer is yes. Are there some prerequisites you have to do in order to be forgiven? Yes. But they're easy, guys. They're easy. Forgiving others for the way they've wronged you, that just helps you. You let God do the judging for that individual. And then just telling God, acknowledging the fact in your prayer life that, yeah, you've sinned, you've done these specific sins, and telling him you need a Savior. Humble yourselves. But if you do those things, it doesn't matter how many times you've sinned, it doesn't matter what you've done in your past, you are not too far gone. You can be healed in the name of Jesus Christ. He will forgive you again, not just seven more times, but 70 times seven more times if he needs to. If he knows your heart and your heart is pure and it's a heart after God, friends, he will forgive you. Because he has loved you with an everlasting love. That means a love that will last forever and ever and all eternity. I hope and I pray that this is an encouraging message to you today as you start your week. I can't tell you the amount of times I've sinned and I sit there almost numb or crying and just thinking, gosh, I messed up again. There's no way he can forgive me again, only to remember that we serve a God who is loving, a God who is perfect, a God who is forgiving, a God who will forgive us as many times as needed to show his love and to bring us into eternity with him. 
and that, my friends, will bring you to your knees, realizing and recognizing how grateful and blessed we are to serve a God like that. So as we move forward this week and in this Lent season, may we focus more on him. May we focus more on his love. And let us not be tied down by the guilt we feel for ourselves. That's what the enemy wants. But instead, let us rise up in the love that Christ gives to us. Will you pray with me? Heavenly Father, Lord Jesus Christ, I pray your blessings and honor on all of us. Lord, I pray that we can see your honor, and I pray that we will honor you with the way that we live our lives. And Lord, when we mess up, when we screw up, Lord, I pray that we can understand and recognize the truth, that you will forgive us if we ask for and if we forgive those who have sinned against us. Lord, I pray that this message is encouraging to someone around the world. I pray that, that, that the person that needed to hear this, Lord, hears this. And I pray that you will use this podcast to spread your word and your truth out to the masses. And that you will be glorified in every place possible. Lord, thank you. Thank you for forgiving us. And thank you for loving us when we don't deserve it. You are amazing. May we continue to love you as well with all that we are. Thank you, God. And it's in your name that we pray. Amen. Thank you, everyone, again, for tuning in to another episode of Healing in the Name podcast. I hope you know from this episode that you can be healed from your sinful life. You can be healed from the sins you've committed this morning, the sins that you've committed yesterday. You can be forgiven. You'll sin again because we're imperfect. But no, if you follow Jesus all the days of your life, you can be forgiven. Thank you all for your support. I invite you to share this to your friends and family members and to those who think need it. And let's spread the truth of the gospel and the truth of Jesus around the world. Let's do this. Let's do this. My name is Pastor Jacob Sandholm. This has been another episode of Healing in the Name podcast. And this podcast is brought to you by Christ Community Church of Davis County. May his blessings be upon you this week. And I pray that you can feel his presence as well. Thank you all so much. God bless all of you.